So, of course, in the real world, and not the sheltered bubble U.S. that we live in, in the real world, when you have evil men who want to do evil things and will not stop because of pronouns and will not stop because of hashtags, who will murder, who will kill, who will destroy for their beliefs. This is what happens. And when you have a video, and this might go to Schaefer in the chat room, who's always talking about um, programming us for stuff like that. You have a video coming out of the Kabul, oh man, Kabul, there it is, Kabul airport, where people are running alongside a C-17, hopping on it Tom Cruise style to try and get out of there. It looks like a scene out of World War Z. That's real life. There are three dudes. There's a video going around the Twitter feed. There are three dudes that tried to hang on to the tires of a C-17 and fell off to, you know, their unfortunate demise. They died. Because you, in real life, you can't hang on to the tires of an airplane and there's no little, like, nooks and crannies where you can kind of sneak in. But this is the issue. And yes, there's a lot more to talk about the fact that, um, is this a setup? Why was this allowed to happen so quickly? There's a couple things I'm going to talk about in the next segment, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it either, but this is not an offense to those who served. The U.S. was never going to win in Afghanistan because the goal was never to win. It was a sandbox. I'm taking a lot of points here from a guy named Black Pigeon Speaks on YouTube. He's he's a Canadian expat in Japan, and he brings up uh, he brings up a lot of good points that a lot of people won't. The United States had no intention of winning in Afghanistan because yeah, we steamrolled the Taliban in fifty in what thirty days or whatever. Then we got Bin Laden, and then what the hell are we doing for the last ten years? What were we doing for the last 10 years? We were playing around in a sandbox, giving soldiers training on asymmetrical warfare, which guess what? They're all coming back where? Here, where you and I are going to be essentially judged in the same way as the Taliban. In asymmetrical warfare. But this idea that we lost... The only reason they lost, A, we didn't want to be there, and B, there's a reason. The the way that they do this in Afghanistan is they have immense amount of patience. They have an immense amount of patience. There's a video. I'm going to try and find it at the break. Maybe one of y'all can find it. Where uh, And I got, a, I got the audio clip here in a second. But uh, of, of a hysterical one. Where the Afghan, where where the Taliban is like, yeah, listen, Islam's gonna dominate the world, and we're not in a rush. They're not in a rush. They 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 pretty much they did the same thing in the Soviet Union, Great Britain. They'll do that. They can wait you out, and they did. 
They did. They waited us out. Now, I didn't want to be there. Believe me, I didn't want to be there at all. And was this an absolute uh, eventuality and outcome? Yeah, most likely. Because the Afghan government, when the Biden regime, when ice cream leader Biden and Jen Psaki Toomey, they're like, listen, when we leave, you're probably going to lose in three months. Right? That's what all the intelligence, quote unquote, military intelligence people were talking about. Oh, yeah, we think you're going to lose in about three months. You know, maybe if you hold out, maybe four. So the Afghan leaders are like, why do we stay? Who cares? Get let them come. I'm not going to fight for three months if they go win anyway. I know, it's a weird Chinese, like, Afghani mix. I'll get it a little bit better. Um, why, why do we leave? Why we fight? They go, they go win. We told them they were going to lose. We told them when we leave, y'all going to lose. Why would they fight? Why would they put up a fight? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy is what's taking place. Now, I didn't want it. I don't want to be there. Listen, we're never going to change it. You can make an argument for the invasion or, you know, the bombing of the Taliban as a quote-unquote response to 9-11. Whatever. It's too late for that. Fine. Bulldoze them and go home. The, the, by the way, Osama wasn't even in friggin' Afghanistan. So what were we there for for 20 years? We were playing in a sandbox. We took all our new fancy toys because we had to take... All these new fancy toys that we build. All these smart bombs and this thing and that thing and this Weapon X and all that. We had to do something with it. We had to do something with it. So we spent it and we trained soldiers in Afghanistan. It was a playground. Now I'm saying this As an elite point of view, not to the men and women who sacrificed and died, unfortunately, lost limbs, PTSD, blood, treasures, you know, all of that stuff expelled. But there was no goal to win in Afghanistan. There was no goal to win there. It was, hey, we got to we got to blow some stuff up. We got to use up these bullets. We keep producing this stuff and it's just sitting there. Raytheon can't make money if all the bombs they build sit somewhere. So drop them on somebody. By the way, George Soros, this morning, the most evil man ever. I'll say that. You don't have to agree with me, but I believe that. Who did he identify? He said Xi Jinping is the most dangerous person in the world. Okay, I guess George Soros is telling us where we're going to go fight next. Of course, George doesn't realize that the U.S. military is going to be most likely unleashed here on U.S. soil, um, you know, once pushback comes against COVID. Now, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be like the siege or martial law, but I do see an escalation as people resist the COVID-19 Wuhan superbug mandatory vaccines. But the idea that you had to leave as quickly as they did, I mean, the Taliban was not going to run in until they were gone. So I don't know why 
They felt they just had to be like, forget it, let's go. Just get him out. Because the chaos and all of this stuff that has taken place, what you're seeing right now, is, is the real world. And not the cushy, um, idealized version that you hear about on college campuses. Right? The power of hashtags and the power of women choruses and the power of of schools that we were told about they didn't stop a thing. I mean, Western news reporters two days ago, female Western news reporters, they were wearing Western clothes. Today they got on burkas and they're like ah, gah, 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 gah. Five seconds after the Taliban, oh, hello, we're here now. Well, I got my burka back on. Meanwhile, they tell you and me, men, that we're misogynist pigs. And as soon as, you know, Alibaba rolls in on a U.S. Humvee with an AR-15 that he picked up at one of the 400 bases that we abandoned. Meanwhile, you and I can't own a freaking shotgun. She's like, oh, hello, you know, listen to this. Listen to this nonsense they're already peddling. It's from CNN. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre because that's stupid. That's a retarded take. Oh, they, they say they want to kill me, but they're very nice. They gave me a cookie. This, this is what I'm talking about with neurotic millennials. Who cannot put real world? I feel like Lone Star in Spaceballs when she drink when she brings the gigantic hair dryer into the desert. He's like, I told you to only take what you need to survive. It's my hair dryer. Welcome to real life, and he throws the hair dryer. This is real life. You have been protected, neurotic millennials, your entire life. From any real world consequences, the dead that will happen, the death that will happen in Afghanistan, millennials, this is a real world consequence. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't want to be there, but there's always more organized ways to do it. More organized ways to do it. They left all kinds of stuff. They ran out of there. That is it's like, oh, the floor is lava. We got to get out of Afghanistan tonight. Why? And now, of course, we're seeing across the West, Britain, the U.S. Oh, we got to take these Afghan refugees. What the hell do you mean we got to take these Afghan refugees? You caused it. You didn't have to have this thing absolutely fall apart in record time.